The bus ride home was silent, at least between Robbie and me. Partly because I didn't want to draw attention to myself, but mainly because I had a lot on my mind. We sat in the back corner, with me crushed against the window, staring at the trees flashing by. I had my iPod out and my headphones blasting my eardrums, but it was mostly an excuse not to talk to anyone. Angie's pig-like screams still echoed through my head. It was probably the most horrible sound I'd ever heard. And though she was a total bitch, I couldn't help but feel a little guilty. There was no doubt in my mind that Robbie had done something to her, though I couldn't prove it. I was actually afraid to bring it up. Robbie seemed like a different person now, quiet, brooding, watching the kids on the bus with predator-like intensity. He was acting weird, weird and creepy, and I wondered what was wrong with him. Then there was that strange dream, which I was beginning to think hadn't really been a dream at all. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that the familiar voice talking to the nurse had been Robbie's. Something was happening, something strange and creepy and terrifying. And the scariest part of all was that it wore a familiar, ordinary face. I snuck a glance at Robbie. How well did I know him? Really know him? He'd been my friend for longer than I could remember, and yet I'd never been to his house or met his parents. The few times I suggested meeting at his place, he'd always had some excuse not to. His folks were out of town, or they were remodeling the kitchen. A kitchen I'd never seen. That was strange. But what was weirder was the fact that I'd never wondered about it. Never questioned it. Until now. Robbie was simply... there. Like he'd been conjured out of nothing, with no background, no home, and no past. What was his favorite music? Did he have goals in life? Had he ever fallen in love? Not at all, my mind whispered disturbingly. You don't know him at all. I shivered and looked out the window again. The bus lurched to a halt at a four-way stop, and I saw we'd left the outskirts of town and were now heading into the boondocks, my neighborhood. Rain still spattered the windows, making the swampy marshlands blurry and indistinct, the trees fuzzy dark shapes through the glass. I blinked and straightened up in my seat. Deep in the swamp, a horse and rider stood beneath the limbs of an enormous oak, as still as the trees themselves. The horse was a huge black animal with a mane and a tail that rippled behind it, even drenched as it was. Its rider was tall and lean, garbed in silver and black. A dark cape fluttered from its shoulders. Through the rain, I caught the barest glimpse of a face. Young, pale, strikingly handsome, staring right at me. My stomach lurched and I caught my breath. Rob, I murmured, pulling my headphones out. Look at that. Robbie's face was inches from mine, staring out the window. His eyes narrowed to green slits, hard and dangerous. My stomach twisted and I leaned away from him, but he didn't notice me. His lips moved and he whispered one word, so soft I barely caught it, even as close as we were. Ash. Ash, I repeated. Who's Ash? The bus coughed and lurched forward again. Robbie leaned back, his face so still it could have been carved from stone. Swallowing, I looked out the window. But the space beneath the oak was empty. Horse and rider were gone.
like they'd never existed.